Well, good evening, everybody. As you can, uh, as you can tell, the pastor's not here. Uh, I think Billy said he was not feeling so well. So um, I was supposed to open up tonight, so it looks like I got double duty. So um, at this time, I'll just uh, turn over to the choir, let them take care of it.
264. 264.
Good to be here again. I hope we can get everybody to stand up. Anybody with a unspoken request? How about any spoken requests? This week or next week? Next week? Remember Larry Jordan too, he's got a procedure coming up. Anybody else? before we go to prayer. Cooper leaves for prayer. good crowd. I thought this weekend we had a, two good crowds. Um, this time has anybody got a song or a testimony or anything on your heart you'd like to do? Pray for the girls to come.
really pray for us. Uh, I feel like I always drag Dad up here, and <laughs> he gets to sing. So, um, and we haven't practiced in a long time, but I feel like I've been singing this song for two weeks or more. And uh, I'm thankful that, you know, it's not about what we have in this life, but um, what I have down on the inside and, uh, gives me peace and going to take me home someday. So I'm thankful for that. Just pray for us. You pray for us. I'm trying to test my memory here. So. My home may not look like a castle These clothes may be lacking in style practice at home. I got, I got my piano with me every day. But, uh, sorry.
appreciate the song and the singers. It's a good song. Anybody else got anything? car brand new house that shines by far you may live to be a hundred years old but if you have not been saved it will end with the grave but I want us to be together in heaven. I want us to be together in heaven. I want to walk down the streets of pure gold. I want to run through the fields of green clover, see the mansions, smell the flowers, hear the singing, it's all ours, see the gentle rivers flowing, Feel the gentle breezes blowing. I want us to be together in heaven. You may be a millionaire wearing clothes beyond compare. You may have the best that money can buy. But if the blood is not applied, then in hell you'll lift your eyes. But I want us to be together in heaven. I want us to be together in heaven. I want to walk down the streets of pure gold. I want to run through the fields of green clover, see the mansions Smell the flowers, hear the singing, it's all ours. See the gentle rivers flowing, feel the gentle breezes blowing. I want us.
be together in heaven. I appreciate Charleston and all of our young people. They're impressive to me. Anybody else? You don't want to see, buddy. Come on. I appreciate getting to be here tonight and uh, appreciate everything that's been said and done. And I uh, sure do appreciate the Spirit of God uh, on the hearts of His people. And I've, I've found in this life there's nothing like getting in the church house and feeling the, the Spirit move right through the heart of the grand old church. And I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It means more to me. There's more comfort and more, more peace in knowing and having that than anything in this world. And I appreciate being here tonight. You pray real strong. I just... I want to take a few moments and try to give you a thought God's given me. And we'll start in the 22nd chapter of the book of Luke, if that's okay. second chapter of the book of Luke and the 31st verse is where we'll start. You pray tonight, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and whether thou art converted to strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt, shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes and liked you, nothing, liked you anything, and they said nothing. I want to skip over into the 54th verse. This is skipping ahead uh, after they had taken Jesus and began to walk him towards Galgotha. It says, And they took him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off, and when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, and were set down together. Peter sat down among them, but a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also one of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another confidently affirmed, saying of a truth, This fellow was also also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know him, man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately while he spake, yet the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And so you pray, I begin to think about this scripture, and God put this thought on my mind, Can God use us again? And I began to look at this scripture and see Peter here. And we all know the story uh, when Peter was there with Jesus. And it was coming time for Jesus to be led, read, led uh, to a cross at Calvary. And everyone knew what was about to happen. He would begin to talk to his disciples. And he told Peter, he said, Peter, Simon, Simon, behold, 
Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. And my whole life growing up, I heard, and once I announced my calling to preach, I was told, now Cooper, you need to be careful because there's going to be a big target on your back. And I began to think about that here in the life of Peter. And as Christians, I believe today there is a big target on our back. And Satan desires to have us just like he did Peter. And he said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. And the process of sifting is that they begin to sift it and they'll separate the good and the bad. And I'll tell you tonight, Satan wants the good that you have in you and he wants to throw it away and he wants to get rid of that and he wants to ruin and destroy your life. And I believe today it is very, very important that a Christian and a child of God is careful where we walk because Satan desires to have our lives and he desires to ruin it. But I begin to think about the life of Peter here as he came and he began to talk to the Lord and he said, Lord, surely, I'm putting it in my words, he said, surely I will not deny you. Lord, I'm ready to follow you into death and wherever you go. He said, Lord, wherever you go, I'm going. And he looked at him, he said, Peter, before the cock crows thrice, you'll deny me. And I begin to think about that and wonder, my Lord, and I remember there's been times in my life where I've vowed to God and I've made promises, but I'll tell you today, I've broken every promise I've ever made to him. But I sure am thankful tonight, Jeremy, he's never made a promise that he hasn't kept. Boy, he's always been faithful to me tonight. I thank, I thank God that he doesn't look upon me and wonder what I'm going to do, but he's always kept every promise he's ever made. And so I began to look at Peter here, and this began to come across my mind. Can God use us again? And we see that Peter, in the, in the further verses, in the latter verses in this chapter, he went up there, and that woman looked at him, and he said, you're one of the men that was following him. And that first time, he said, no, I'm not. I'm not one of them. He said, another man looked at him and said, you're another one. You're one of them that followed him. And he said, no, I'm not. Boy, and that third one looked at him and said, you're one of them. He said, no, I'm not. I'm not one of them. I promise you, I'm not one of them. But I'm telling you right now, we need to be careful who and what we're denying because more than anything in this world you don't want to deny, I don't want to deny the name of Jesus because He's been far better to me than I've ever deserved. And as a child of God, I want to do my best to lift up His name. Boy, He's been a high tower in my life and I believe I want to lift Him up as a high tower in other people's lives. I want to tell people just how good He's been. I don't want to deny Him, but I want to go everywhere and tell Him just how good He can be to Him. Boy, He's been too good to us tonight to deny him. Boy, I'm telling you today, Peter got over there and he began to talk about the Lord and he said, I don't know anything. I don't know a thing he's done. Well, what a shame it is as a child of God. And I'm not harping you. Understand, I've been there tonight, but I'm telling you, you need to be careful because as a child of God, there is nothing that hurts worse than realizing that you've denied the Master. And that's what exactly happened to Peter there as he began to deny him and he denied him the third time. And it said that the cock crowed and the Lord began to look at Peter. Boy, have you ever been there today when you you denied Him and the Lord begin to look at you and begin to wonder why are you doing that tonight? But I'm telling you today, church, you need to be on high time. You need to be marching on right now and not denying Him because there's people dying every day and we need to be on high time to be marching for Him. Boy, but Peter denied Him and the Lord looked at him. Boy, my, my, I can relate to Peter so much in this is that when Peter looked and realized just what he had done, it said Peter wept bitterly. Well, you know what that means tonight? Peter 
was in great sorrow. Peter was in great hurt. And I'm telling you tonight, if you don't deny the name of Christ and get bitter about it, if you don't get hurt about it, you need to check what you got, Eric, because I'm telling you, when I begin to deny Him and I realize just what I've done, it brings great sorrow to me because I realize that I'm denying the One who saved me from a devil's hell. And I don't want to deny Him tonight. And I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but I'm telling you tonight, church, we need to be on high time to be spreading the Word of Jesus and spreading His name. Boy, but I want to tell you about the rest of the story in Peter's case. Boy, I'm glad to say when we read about the life of of Peter, this was not it. Peter didn't stop with the denial, but Peter said, I want to fix some things and I want to skip over into the book of John, if that's okay, into the 21st chapter. We pray. The 21st chapter of the book of John, the 15th verse. This is after Jesus had died and resurrected. And they were there with Him and Peter was there. And it says, So when they had died, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And he saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. And he saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. You pray tonight. I begin to think about this verse, and for some odd reason, that, that, that song that those little children sing, it says, Be careful, little heart, what you love. Well, I begin to think about Peter here as he's denied Christ, and boy, everybody knew about it, I believe. And Peter, more than anybody knowing about it, Peter himself knew what he had done. Well, but Peter, or Jesus had died and resurrected, and they were there together, and he began to talk to Peter. He said, Peter, do you love me more than any of those things? Peter, do you love me? And Peter responded and said, Lord, thou knowest that I love you. Boy, and I, I just want to tell you tonight, church, we need to be checking what we love and what we put our attention to. And I know I've already said that, but listen today, every once in a while, it's important that we remind God, God, I love you. And I'll tell you this, nothing that we could ever do or ever say will add up to what He's done for us. Well, but I just want to tell Him and praise Him tonight for what He's done. And I just want to tell Him once more how much that I love Him. And I love what Jesus told Him there. When Peter said, Lord, Thou knowest that I love you, Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Well, I'm telling you, not everybody's a preacher, not everybody's a deacon, but everybody has got a job to do for somebody. Do you see what I'm saying tonight? And if you love Him, you better get working. And I love what the Bible says. It says the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. I'm telling you tonight, you can work for God. Yes, you can if you want to. The harvest is plenteous. Peter can work for Him. I'm telling you today, we can work for Him. And it's a blessing, not not a job, but it's an opportunity to get to work for the Master. And I'll tell you this, He's a great paymaster. And I'm not talking... Natural things, I'm not talking earthly things, but when the Spirit of God begins to move, that's my payment. I'm not looking for anything natural. I'm not looking for natural blessings, Mike, but when the Spirit of God begins to move in my heart, I can say it's been a blessing, and I can say, God, once again, you've come through, and God, you've done it again. And I begin to think more about the life of Peter, and 
Not only did He say, Lord, I love you. Not only did Jesus tell him, feed my sheep. But what was important in the life of Peter is when God told him to go feed the sheep, Peter went and fed the sheep. I want to tell you about that for a little minute. In the second chapter of the book of Acts, we find that Peter's there at the day of Pentecost. And there's men there, and he begins to address the crowd. This is the second chapter in the 37th verse. It says, now when they heard this, he had just preached to them. It says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter saith unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they gladly received his word, were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And I begin to think about this. The key point in this, it's heartbreaking that Peter denied Christ. It's good to see that Peter told Jesus that he loved him. But more important than anything, it's that Peter not only said, I'm going to go feed the sheep, but Peter went and fed the sheep. Boy, he put his words into action. Peter said, I'm not just going to say it. I'm not just going to be a talk Christian. I'm not just going to walk or talk the talk, but I'm going to walk the walk with Jesus. That's what Peter began to do there at the day of Pentecost. He began to tell him about Jesus, I believe. He began to tell him about the times he had walked with them in Galilee and the time that he was on the ship in the storm. And Jesus walked out on the water and said, It is I. Be not afraid. And he began to tell them about what Jesus had done in his life. And I'm here to tell you today, as children of God, we need to be telling people just what God has done for us. Listen, we've got our own story storms that we can tell them about. And I'm not telling you you shouldn't use the Bible, but listen, you tell them about what God's brought you from and that'll begin to shake the ground underneath them as they realize that a higher power has affected your life. And I'm thankful today that God has intervened for us and we can tell people about it. Well, I don't think the number matters, but it says 3,000 souls were added unto them that day. And if I can see Peter there as Eric, they saw those three. I can see the altars full, people everywhere. Boy, and I, I don't want to get into emotional stuff, but I want to tell you I believe the Spirit of God's in this. This isn't biblical, but I can see Peter looking up to the heavens and saying, God, God, tonight you know I love you. Boy, and he said, God, I just want to work for you a little more. And tonight I'm telling you today, we need to step on for the glory of God. And it's high time that we become laborers in the field because one of these days, I believe, the Bible says that there's going to be two people working in the field and one of them's going to be taken and one of them's going to be left behind. And I'm glad to be in that number that's going, but I want more to be added into the kingdom while I'm here. Not for my glory, but I want God to be lifted up in my life and Levi to do that. I've got to be working working for Him, and I've got to be doing my best to live for Him. Boy, Peter, I can see Him there. What, what a wonder it is that even when we deny Christ, we can work for Him again. Well, not only does God save us and take us out of the miry pit of sin, boy, but even when we're saved and He's got every right to get rid of us, when we come back and say, God, I'm sorry and I want to work for You, He'll allow us to work for Him. And so I'm thankful for that promise and I appreciate being here. I don't feel like giving an altar call, but I appreciate being here. I appreciate Wednesday night prayer meeting and I appreciate the service we've had. We'll turn it back over to you. Appreciate Cooper. Another one of those impressive youths he was talking about earlier. 
Anybody else have anything? Sunday services and can everybody stand? All right, Kessinger, can you? Can you start? 